Okay, we are holding now, we're moving on in Mesechet Ta'anit, Bet Aleph. Let's review what we did yesterday, two days ago really. And then we're going to go a little bit ahead today, just a little bit ahead, finish the sugya, and then we'll review what we've done this week so far. That's that's Thursday, God willing, it'll be designated for review. So let's go back and just what we did on, on uh, Tuesday night. Tuesday night we said, why is Mashiv HaRuach Amar Geshem called Gvurot? So we said it's based on four psukim. Rabbi Yochanan says, Hashem's control over rain is called Gevurah. Okay, how do we see that? Based on four psukim. Because there are two psukim in Eov. So one pasuk says, Hashem does great things and there is no understanding. We can't understand it. And in the same context in Eov, there's another pasuk that says, It places the rain on the land. So we find rain is called cheker. There's an association between rain and the word cheker. Next, we have two more pasukim. We have pasuk in Yeshaya talking about creation of the world. What's the end of the pasuk? That's the key. It says there's no comprehending, there's no understanding Hashem's wisdom. Fine. So Cheker applies by creation of the world also. And there's a fourth Pasuk, which is Tehilim, that says, Hashem, He created the world, He's girded with strength. Okay. So since it uses the word Givura by creation, and creation is called Cheker, so since rain is also called Cheker, the word Givura, Gzerashava, is also applicable to Hashem's control over the rain. Okay. So that we just left off with Tosafot. Tosafot says, why do we pick Cheker over Koho or Dula, uh, any of these languages? So we said two pshatim, either, what do we say, remember? We said either... The creation of the world, like we, did, we can't understand the creation of the world in such a greatness. Meaning gvura is inclusive of the other two. It's a greater Which language. Which also koas exactly. and gula coming under... That's under one pshat. What was the other pshat in Tosefo? Do you remember? The, the creation of the world in... in uh, no, the other pshat. It's in the bracha. It's in the second bracha, which is called the Tagibor. So we call it Gvurot Kishamim. You could have called it Kochot Kishamim. We call it Gvurot Kishamim because it's in Atagibor. Fine, good. Now the last step in this conversation... Okay, so you've shown me why it's called Gvurot. Beautiful. You've shown me why we want to talk about Hashem's control over the rain. As we explained, because before we ask Hashem for rain, which is in uh, Barachenu, before that, we want to say, you're the one who controls the rain. The question the Gemara wants to know now is, Chazal established this sentence, Mashiva Ruach Geshem, specifically in the Amidah, in the Ishmona Yisrael. They could have put it anywhere in Tefillah. They could have put it in Psukei de Zimra. They could have put it in Kriyat Shema. They could have put... Why do they specifically choose to put it into the Amidah? That's the question we're about to ask now. You wanted to talk about Hashem controls the rain. You could have put it anywhere. Why did Chazal choose specifically to put that inside the Amidah? Let's see that inside. This is the last step in this conversation. So the Gemara says, Uminalan de Bitfilah. Where do we know from the psukim, minalan, literally where to us, but it means where do we know the bitfila? 
that Mashiv Haruach Omorid Ageshem is meant to be in Tfilah. Tfilah means in the Amidah. In the Shmona Esra. How do we know? Where do we see in the Psukim? So the Gemara answers the Tanya based on the Brayta. The Brayta teaches as follows. The Pasukim Ekev tells us, this you might recognize this because we say it in the Shema. It says, Le'ahavayet Hashem Elokechem in the Baaya. We say this three times a day, at least. Le'ahavayet Hashem Elokechem to love Hashem your God Avdo and to serve Him Bechol Levavchem with all of your heart. Okay. So the Gemara understands love Hashem and serve Him with all your heart. So there is something the Pasuk is calling Avodah Shebelev. There is a Avodah Ula Avdo Bechol Levavchem. What type of service is done in your heart? That's what the Gemara wants to know. Ula Avdo Bechol Levavchem. What is the definition of service? Avodah Shebelev. Avodah of the heart. Says the Gemara, Ezuhi Avodah Shehi Belev. What is, Ezuhi, what is Avodah, the service, Shehi Belev, that is in the heart? What is the Torah categorizing as the service of the heart? Service in the heart. Heve Omer, so you will say, Zotefilah. This refers to Tefilah. The thing the Torah categorizes as Avodah Shebelev, the service of the heart, that's Tefilah. That's prayer. Prayer, which is the Amidah. Amidah is the prayer. That's the ultimate prayer. Why is that called Avodah Shebelev? Why is Amidah, Davening Hashem, called Avodah Shebelev? What do you say about that? It's all about the sense in your heart, in your emotions. Yeah, I agree. Emotions, definitely. And what else would you think? Let me ask you a question a little bit differently. I think it comes out of Yisod here. Maybe, maybe learning Torah is Avodah Shebelev. How do you know it refers to Tefillah? Why is that not called Avodah Shebelev? Why would you say Avodah Shebelev, service of the heart, is specifically prayer and not uh, Talmud Torah? Learning Torah. What's, what's the... What's the difference? When you're requesting something, you have to have some kavanah, some emotion, some sense. When you're learning Torah, it's kind of like understanding from your knowledge. Ah. It's not, there That's is right. a connection to your brain, I agree. there is a connection to your heart. I agree. So I think the way to say it is in the words of Chazal, very often we associate the moach, the brain, with the intellect. And when you learn Torah, you're utilizing your intellect, your brains, literally, but you're utilizing your intellect. So that wouldn't be called Avodah Shebelev. Lev is often associated with the emotions. And the Gemara tells us about prayer, Rachmana Libabai. When it comes to prayer, it requires your heart. What do you mean? It requires your emotional involvement. And some of the rabbis say, when you're davening, you're, pray you're talking to Hashem. And that's really what it is, you're talking to Hashem. There's a conversation, but it's more of an emotional sense. So therefore, when we talk about the service in the heart, it's not referring to learning Torah, it's referring to prayer. So back to the Pasuk now. The Pasuk says, Serving with all your heart, referring to prayer. And what's the next verse? What's that? Oh, oh, oh. So when we talk about prayer, when we talk about prayer, we're... It's really the entire context. We have brachot, the psukeh de zimra, kriyat shema. But that all leads up to the epitome of it, which is amidah. Exactly. Psukeh de zimra, for example. Psukeh de zimra, literally, psukeh de zimra is verses. Zimra, there's two ways of understanding it. Either it's lashon zemer, of song, or it's a language of cutting away. Really what's supposed to happen during psukeh de zimra is we're supposed to 
remove ourselves from all of the thoughts that are bothering us that we can focus on prayer. In a certain sense, it's preparation for the ultimate talking to Hashem, which is the Amidah. Warm up. Warm up, you could say. Actually, whatever, there's more to talk about on this subject. Masechet Brachon, the fifth parak, we can discuss it more. But the bottom line is, Amidah is when we're actually standing in front of Hashem, talking to Hashem. So that's the ultimate prayer, the ultimate moments of prayer. The talking to Hashem. So Zemmer either means to prune or it means song, like Zemirot. But if you learn the Pshat is to prune, it means to cut away the other thoughts. It's supposed to clear our head of other thoughts, focusing on Hashem, so that when we come to Kriyat Shema and Tefillah, we can talk without being disturbed. But Shira or Zimra, we spoke it's about another that. level of Tefillah. We spoke like about a higher level of Tefillah. Like the Im Zemirot Yisrael, David HaMelech is called. The sweet singer of Israel. Right? That's, we find these two words very often. We spoke about it once. We spoke when we, As Yashir, I think we spoke about it that week, if I remember correctly. There's two terminologies. Either way, the point is, is that Amidah is the ultimate level of prayer. And when it says, Avodah Shebelev, the service of the heart that the Psukim talk about is prayer. Good. So now we've established the first Pasuk in Ekev that we mentioned, Ulavdo Bechol Levavchem, talks about prayer. But then we have another pasuk. Literally, it means the pasuk writes afterwards. The next pasuk teaches us, "Vinatati metar I will place. Hashem says, "If you keep Torah and mitzvot, vinatati, I will place metar the rain in your lands, beito in its time, meaning in the right time." Right? There's, there's good time and there's not good time. We want rain in the good time so that it can benefit our crops and not ruin the crops. We want rain in the winter. We don't want rain in the summer. In the summer it's damaging. So Hashem says you keep Torah and Mitzvot. Yoreh umalkosh. Now what is Yoreh and what is Malkosh? Yoreh. So we'll learn more about this later in the Masechta. It refers to the two time periods in the year that we have rain. Yoreh is the early rain. Malkosh is the late rain. Malkosh is the late rain. We'll learn later in the Masechta why they're called Yoreh and Malkosh. The word itself refers to the benefits of the early and the late rain. We're not going to get into it now. But again, the full Pasuk reads, Hashem says, right after talking about Tefillah, Hashem says, I will give rain in your lands in its time in the right time the appropriate time the early rain and the late rain that's the end so therefore says the Gemara from the smichut from the juxtaposition the two verses next to each other the first one talks about refers to tefillah the second one talks about Hashem giving us rain so from this we learn where are we going to mention rain in the prayer. So therefore, Chazal saw these two psukim next to each other, and they decided the most appropriate place is in tefillah. And also then, they put it in the tefillah under the word, which is atagibol. Well, that's that's the next step, but yes, yes, exactly. Because it refers to Hashem Givura. So exactly. So, so what we showed today so far is the reason Chazal established in the prayers, in tefillah specifically, the words Mashiva Ruach Amor Hashem's control over rain is because there's two psukim. One talks about prayer, the other one talks about rain. So therefore, this michut, the juxtaposition, makes that the appropriate source. Against it's not a gzera shava. Gzera shava is where you find the same word in two different places. In the context, it's a literally means two two psukim next to each other. Sometimes you find two ideas next to each other. Here it's two verses next to each other. 
It's kind of like Hekesh, you could say, but it's, it's, it's smichut, really. Smichut, you can learn certain things. The Torah was set up with tremendous chokhmah by Hashem. I mean, it's the ultimate chokhmah. And he put things next to each other so we can learn things that are next to each other connect. But where's a relationship between them? Hekesh is the same idea. No, but where do we have Hekesh here? What do you mean? Here we have a cash? It's not a cash. It's not necessarily. A cash is where you have two ideas next to each other. Here, it's a, it's like a smichot. A similar idea. Similar idea, by the way. Yeah, similar idea. A cash smichot. Two psukim next to each other, and therefore they connect. That's the point. Beautiful. So bottom line, we just proved the reason that you say, Mashiva Ruach Amor HaKesh in prayer and tefillah is because the two psukim that talk about prayer and rain are right next to each other. Okay. That's the end of the sugya. The next thing is a new point. It's Agarita. We'll start that next week. So let's review now the entire week's material. Let's go over all the steps from the Mishnah outside. And then at the end, I want, to, I want that we should go inside through all the steps as well. Bezat Hashem. We'll walk away today with a bit of a mastery over most of Amud Aleph over here. So let's go over. Let's go from the top. In the Mishnah, we have three opinions when we start saying Mashifa Ruach Geshem. So we said, Rabbi Eliezer says you start saying it first day of Sukkot. First day of Sukkot. Rabbi Yoshua says you start saying it Shachrit. And Rabbi Yehuda says you start saying it Shminiatzeret in Musaf. Rabbi Yehuda adds that you stop saying Mashifa Ruach in the last day of in the first day of Pesach in, in uh, Musaf is the you don't say it in Musaf. Shachrit, you mentioned the last time. Exactly. In the Mishnah we have a conversation between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua says to Rabbi Yezer, if it's a sign of curse to have rain on Sukkot, why would you start saying it on the first day? Rabbi Yezer responds to that. I just mentioned. You're not, I'm just saying mention that it should happen in its time. So Rabbi Yeshua says back to Rabbi Yezer, then the Olam Mazkir, you should always mention Mashif Aruch, even in the, in the summer. And we don't do that. And then the last point of the Mishnah we said is that uh, we, we ask for rain. Is that we ask for rain near the rainy season. We'll discuss that more later in the Masech. Let's go. So the Gemara tells us the fact that our Mishnah says, when do we start saying Mashiv Haruach, implies that we have an earlier source that says, we say Mashiv Haruach. Well, what is that? So first we try to show it's from a Mishnah in Mesechet Brachot. In Mesechet Brachot, the Mishnah does tell us, you start, you say Mashiv Haruach in Gvurot, in the second Bracha of Amidah, you ask for rain in in the one for Parnassah, and you say, in Okay, so that's a source. The problem with that source, it's a different Seder altogether. That's in Seder Zrayim, and this is Seder Moed. So if they were connected, it should have put this Mishnah back in Seder Zrayim, and it doesn't. So therefore, the Gemara says that's not the source. Different spices, one come from the Middle East, one is Europe. Exactly. So what is it connected to, therefore? This is connected to Rosh Hashanah, which is the Masech right before. What does it say in Masechet Rosh Hashanah? That on Sukkot, there is a judgment about how much water we will have. So it makes sense, because that's before the rainy season. So Chazal understood, if we're judged about rain, then it makes sense we'll start talking about Hashem's strength over the rain then and that's why they said obviously it's around Sukkot when is it? that's this Mishnah now it connects with the Masechet Rosh Hashanah which is in the same Seder of Moed beautiful works out okay the next point which is what we did uh, two days ago the Gemara tells us what's the reason that we call why don't we just say 
So Rabbi Yochanan says the reason we say Gevurot Gishamim is because the rain comes down with Hashem's Givura. Okay, with Hashem's Givura. Beautiful. Oh, well, where do you see that? So we have four Psukim. You want to go say it over, Matan? Eyov, twice, one after the other. Right, so in Eyov we have, it says, Cheker. Aden Cheker. Ose niflaot Aden Cheker, veniflaot Aden Mispar. Kan otel matah al pnei aret, v'sholef mayim al pnei chutzot. Right. Okay, so the word Cheker is equal in our... Our explanation here to rain. Right. And we also find... From Yeshaya. Yeshaya, what Pasuk tells us, Exactly. It says Cheker by by Briata Olam in Yeshaya, and it also says in Teilim Nezar beGvura. So we find that the word Gvura is used by creation. Cheker is also used by creation. Since Cheker is used by the rain, the word Gvura is also applicable. Beautiful. And in the final point we did today, Tehillim and Yeshaya are both about creation. Exactly. And Gvura is mentioned in Tehillim. Exactly. Got to keep the, the Psukim in order. And in the final point we did today, the Gemara wants to know why is it that we specifically mention Mashifa Ruach in the Amidah, in the the answer to that is in Parashat Ekev there's two Pesukim next to each other one Pasuk tells us serve Hashem with your heart what is that referring to? that's Tefillah and the next Pasuk tells us referring to rain so therefore you see in the Amidah is the appropriate place to mention Hashem's control over the rain because of this because of the reward and it's mentioned in Atagi Bor because it's considered Givurot, exactly. That's the end of the subject. Clear? Clear? Any questions? Right. I don't mind reading it over, but it's probably better if, you, if we do B'chavuta and we go over it like that. Read it over yourselves and let's go over Alex, it. Alex, you want to start? From the top, let's go. From, from the I just wanted to share a little bit how the Chalamaseh, what comes out on one point here, just mamash one point. The Psaq Halacha, ultimately, we all know we did it this year. I want to focus on just one Nikuda because there's a lot of Nikudot here. I don't want to talk about the beginning of Mashif Ruach because we had three Shitot in the Mishnah. We're going to have a few more later in the Gemara. When we see all of them, then we'll speak about the Chalamaseh about that. But let's talk about the end because we just did it now on the first day of Pesach. And let's, let's go through the different customs and why they are as they are. It's very interesting. Remember, we, t- we spoke about this one night this past week. So, well, it's very interesting. Listen to this. So, it's Simon Kufyudal. It talks about Mashiva Ruach. Mentioning these different things in the Amidah. So, the Shulchan Aruch tells us. We start... So like our Mishnah says, we start on Shmini Atzeret, Mashiva Ruach, till the first day of Pesach. Says the Shulchan Aruch ahead in Halacha Bet, Sif Bet, Asur la'azkir ha'geshem ad she'yachriz hashatz. You're not allowed to say Mashiva Ruach until the Shliach Tzibor announces it. Okay. And the Ramos says, the Yeshomrim and some say, before Musaf, the Shamash, the Gabai, mentions Mashiva Ruach, Amor Dageshem, 
in order that the tzibur, when they pray by themselves, will start saying. Now this is talking about in Sukkot. Remember, that's Shemini Atzeret. But it's the same thing at the end, theoretically. So it comes, well, it's not exactly true, because Sfaradim and Nusach Sfarad say Moridatal, but Ashkenazim do not say Moridatal. So comes along Mishnah Burani explains exactly that is an important difference. Here is the machlokis. Is exactly what it is. That is the point. If you hold that you say Moridatal, so you're switching from saying Mashiva Ruach on the first day of Pesach to saying Moridatal. Now, for Svaradim, there's an entire prayer that's said before Musaf. That's the announcement. Basically, that's... And therefore, for Tal, you, the Kahal already is certainly going to say, because that acts as the announcement. For Nusach Svard, because you're changing to saying Morita Tal, there is something you could announce. You announce, Morita Tal. It's the same idea, ultimately, to what the Svaradim do. It's just another format. Before Musaf. And then all of the kal is going to say Morita Tal in Musaf, exactly. However, the problem is like this. For Nosach Ashkenaz, they don't say Morita Tal. So what could you announce before the Amidah? What could you announce? You could announce, don't say Mashiva Ruach. Comes the Mishnah Burai says, it's not appropriate to say that. It's not appropriate to announce, don't say Mashifa Ruach, because the Gemara later in the Masech in Tanit and Daf teaches us, if there's a lot of rain, you're not allowed to pray, the rain should go away. Because it's like denying the goodness that Hashem gives us. It's like being kafoy tov. So to say, stop saying Mashifa Ruach, is like a slap in the face of Hashem. So it would not be appropriate, says Mishnah Ruach, According to Nusach Ashkenaz, you're not saying Morit Atal. You can't announce, say Morit Atal, because you don't say that. And it's not appropriate to start say, to, to announce, stop saying Mashiv Ruach. So therefore, the only time that you can announce something, basically, is in the Amidah of the Shliach Tzibor. In his Chazarat Hashatz, there's something called Tvilat Atal, in which in the Chazarat Hashatz, he says a lengthy prayer, he finishes off, and in his prayer, there's a mention of not saying Mashiv Ruach, instead saying Morit Atal. Now, that would mean, according to Ashkenaz, in their own Amidah, they're, going, they're, they're still going to say Mashiv HaRuach. And it's only by Mincha that the Kahal is going to stop saying Mashiv HaRuach and is going to stop, stop saying it all together. Is for he, is for him. Well, he says his own... Exactly. Chazat HaShatz. That acts as the announcement. And you can only start saying, stop, sorry, stop saying Mashiv HaRuach when there's an announcement. That is the announcement. And therefore, in Mincha, the Kahal will start... Mashiv HaRuach in their Amidah. Exactly. Exactly. But understand that's, that's how the Mishnah Baruch explains it, because it's not appropriate to say it before there's an announcement, and it's not appropriate to announce before Musaf, stop saying Mashiach Aruach, so therefore they say it in Mincha. Very interesting. We do. No, well, what do you mean? Everybody, there's, there's some sort of a change in Musaf. Either it's the entire Kahal that changes, which is what Sfaradim do and Nusaf Sfarad does, or it's that the Chazan announces it in Musaf. Because it says the Shliach uh, Tzibur, it says the one that's Omed with the Chazan, he changes. That is, it's not clear if that means him and the Tzibur, or he announces it and the Tzibur will change by Mincha. That's a Machloket. But this is the basis of it. One last point. Okay, so this was my case this year. This year, I was davening on the first day of Pesach in a minyan. And the chazan was a chassid. So he's, he davened a sechsfard. So my father was running the minyan, and he said, this minyan, the steering wheel is for the chazan. So therefore, he was in charge. 
He did. He, the they announced before Musaf that we're going to start saying Moridatal. We're going to stop, and then in, in Musaf we all said Moridatal. That's that was what emerged. Ultimately. I say I say it anyways. Whatever. That's the custom that I have. If you did, I would assume you. I don't know. It's hard. I guess you wouldn't say it because there was already an announcement. That's the point. No, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't because there was an announcement. Exactly. I guess that's what would emerge. One last point that the Mishnah Berurah explains over here. Why don't we stop start stop saying it in Arvit? Right? We we mentioned this question. Everything starts from the evening. Pesach starts from the evening. Sukkot starts from the Shmini Atzeret. Everything's so. Why don't we start Mashiva Ruach in the evening of Shmini Atzeret? By the way, we'll have a shita like that later. I'm not going to get into the beginning, but the end, we should stop at Arvit of the first day of Pesach of Mariv. We should stop. So he says, very interesting. Not everybody's there. He says, most people will be there for Musaf. Most people will not be there for Arvit. And the problem is, some people will start saying in Arvit, some people won't, and it'll look like two groups. We don't want the Shbi Agudot Agudot. We want everybody to doing, be doing the same thing, so that it wouldn't be appropriate to start in Arvit. Why not start it in Shacharit? Because people are still... Uh, Meaning, excuse me, stop. Sleeping. Stop saying Mashiv Aruch in Shacharit. So it's not just because people are sleeping, you can't announce it. Where would you announce it? Before the Amidah. You cannot announce anything before the Amidah because you have to be Somech Geulah Tefillah. You can't make a break between Kriyat Shema and the Amidah. So the only place essentially that you have the ability to announce so that there's an announcement and you can stop saying Mashiva Ruach is before Musaf and therefore it's appropriate. But that's not an announcement, it's before the Amidah. So therefore, it's in Musaf. That's the ultimate concept. You know what I can, I can say? We can agree 